What what would you say you do here? I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. We're back. We're back. Greetings to the Cheeky Familia. Greetings, family. Welcome back to the Sunday table. Yes. You know? For historical context, it is Sunday, April 25th, 2021. And there is no sauce on the stove this Sunday, unfortunately. No sauce on the stove. Oh, um, well, that's all right. Just in our hearts. Always. Yeah. How you doing? I am good. I'm having a good day. Good. I, I started, I like, I feel like I, I've I've stumbled into maybe being like a jogaholic. Okay. You like to go and run with things very quick. Like when you like it, you won't just be like, oh, let me dabble and wait in it. You'll just be like, uh, let me dive in. I and know. Like, I take off yeah, a take little off. bit. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of, it started where like I, I would. Your obsession with things. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm obsessive for sure. But like I would, I would get to work a little early mm-hmm. and and go for a walk around the block if I had the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe two. Right. And then I started incorporating my exercise snacks. Yes. Yeah, so which is kind of like a five, sort of like a five minute workout. You've described it for the viewers. Okay, before. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then, but then the one time I got to work like a little extra early mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh, like I can, I can walk around the block and do an exercise snack before I start work. Mm. And that's like kind of snowballed into like, I can jog around the block a couple times and do a couple exercise snacks before work. Yeah. And now like on the weekends, it's just like, oh shit, like I don't have to work. I can just jog more now. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and you get in your own little routine, you get in your own little, you know, things that make you feel good, and, you know, that's great. Yeah, it does make me feel good. Good. It feels good to feel good. Good. <laughs> good. Um, officially, officially my check-in is uh, art stores. Mm. So I've been meaning, I was meaning to go to the one art store uh, pretty close to our place today. Mm-hmm. And um, because I'm kind of looking for some sort of specific stuff. Okay. And for a personal project, for a personal project, you know, I in in some ways I'm creative, like not necessarily in a classically artistic way, because like I don't I don't I can't draw or paint or sculpt. Uh, Have you tried any of those? Yeah. I mean, you know, look, I did pottery when I was a kid. I like a good pottery. Um, I I do want to improve my drawing skills by only exclusively drawing you. Um, I could even, maybe I'll have a sketchbook, a just of you, and then we can like auction it to our listeners. Okay. Uh, I mean, it it would look like a child's drawing. You're better at drawing than me. You're good. You're more artistic than me. Um, Thank you, man. Visually. Visually. I, I think maybe where my my creative strength mm-hmm. is a little bit more with words. Mm. Uh, yeah, because you know me, I don't know how to shut up. Uh, so, but anyway, so I actually I ended up going to like three art stores today because I, I have like you know I kind of have a rough idea that's mm-hmm. not all the way cooked, mm-hmm. and so I, I'm still looking at like oh what materials do I want to try out. What are my options? I don't know. I don't know shit about art, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I bought some. It looks cool. Uh, so I went to Four Cats, mm-hmm. and I went to Collage Collage. Yeah, next then, door, essentially. Yes. And I went to 
the and, and then this is this is like the most pretentious hipster store name like on main street okay the regional assembly of text the what exactly um the regional assembly of text that sounds like you need a special key to even get inside it honestly cool store like because you know i'm i'm a bit of a you're a hipster uh, look, you, you have hipster flavor. You don't. You're not all the way seasoned, but you got a little splash of it in there. No, no, no. Like I, I'm hipster curious, and um, there you go. And and also, I do, I do fuck with cool stationery, and mm-hmm. that's where you're old timey like that. Yeah, and 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 that's where the regional assembly of text is like the store okay. for that shit. It is fucking cool. They got typewriters in that bitch? Um, I think like just for show, but yes. Oh, probably uh, for sale for the right price. Oh, sure. Everyone's got their price. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Like they have like, even just from being in a few of these art stores, like on main street. So just like hardcore hipster hives, hardcore hipster overpriced. Well, well, sure. But I mean, it's when you're, when you're looking at like paper and like envelopes, even the really, really fancy shit isn't more than like five dollars, right? Really? Um, well, it, look, it depends. I'm making a generalization okay. uh, for the sake of simplicity, but it's interesting what sort of nostalgia paper is is kind of a thing, like mm. library cards. Oh, listen, <laughs> right? No. See, I just, I just, I just triggered memories, right? Oh library cards. Sm- I could smell it. Sure. The smell of the paper and, and how it slipped into the little glued in envelope. Oh like that was, that was the ritual. That's part of the memory. That's like, you know, it's all coming back. Right. So, yeah. um, paper's important. Paper's cool. Uh, you know, I mean, look, historically paper is one of the most important things ever created. Papyrus. Papyrus. Yes. Indeed. Yes. And then when I write you a message and then you don't want anyone to see it, you can dissolve it in vinegar. Uh, right. I thought you were going to say just like burn it, like burn this message. You can but, burn it, but you can also dissolve it in vinegar. You know, like after a huge breakup and you just have to like burn all the pictures and the love letters because he was secretly cheating with you. I'm like your best friend who you don't really talk to anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, what's, what's kind of interesting about art stores is they don't really care about the sale, which, which, which is not a diss. Like, how do they not care about the sale? How are they going to keep their store open if they don't get sales? Look, these hipsters are getting paid minimum wage. They don't really give a shit. They probably, I mean, look, they, like anyone, anyone who works in and and like this, this is an opinion. It's not a fact, but anyone who works in an art store is like anyone who works in a bookstore. They're they're there yeah. because like people who work in bookstores love to read and are probably aspiring writers, writers. and authors. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. If you're a writer and you're writing a book, you're expressing yourself, you have that creative outlet, you have my full support, do your thing. Same thing with art stores. It's probably like aspiring artists. Mm-hmm. Um, people who love the craft or yeah. love, you know, have some sort of memories tied to it or yeah. yeah, and and you know, artists historically are not great salespeople, right? No. But but yeah, so you know what what's funny is like on more than one occasion at these stores, they've just recommended a different art store, and <laughs> right, which is and it's been helpful. Like that's yeah. the, the only reason I went to multiple art stores today is because like, oh, you know what? I'm kind of getting like the vibe of what you're looking for, and like you should check out. Like you know, they all send each other to each other, probably. Yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. right because community because they can't because they, they all 
like they're not like a giant art hobby supply store that would just have all of that shit under one roof. They're a little bit more specialized. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of like a nice vibe. And they all probably like, even within the art community, they'll probably know each other in some way. Totally. So it's like, oh, I own this store. Oh shit, you own that store. Oh shit. And like, you know, in the ways that people used to mingle in that way. So it's probably even like, oh, hey, oh, this is not what I'm looking for. But you know what? Like, I know the people down there, you know, you go take, yeah. you know, whatever. You know, yeah. yeah. And that's why you'll be poor forever as an artist. Um, yeah. I God know. bless him. God bless them. I dated one. God bless him because he's still poor. Yeah. I mean, I'm, listen, I ain't rich, all right? I'm just, right. you know, rich auntie aesthetic, but I'm not giving yeah. you any money. No. But, you know, it's like, when I think about, like, people, it's like, okay, so, like, you go to school to do certain things, or, like, even people who go to, like, certain arts programs, it's like, that's yeah. amazing, that's great. Like, if you go into, like, visuals and film, or, like, even just, like, you know, even, like, different special effects or 3D makeup and things like that, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, that's super cool, but, like, being like, oh, I'm gonna be the next like Keith Haring. It's like, oh. Well, I mean, you know, you know the thing. The so you're gonna sell a painting when you literally, it's historically known you make money when you die. Yeah. No, I mean, and it's like, look, there's this. You know what would be so interesting? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I had a no, plate underneath I, my my mug. I forgot we we're recording for a hot minute. Sorry, I'm here. Yeah. That's all right. You just you're so natural. You don't even know the microphone is here. Um, it it would be it would be so interesting to know. How many people out there right now, you know, do we come across who are just working some, it, like, I'm it's, listening. it's like you're doing the dishes right now. No, I'm just um, moving shit around so I don't hit it. Okay, fair enough. You are like a bull in a china shop sometimes. Um, for the listener, Georgina is looking at me. Uh, okay, she's listening. Um, <laughs> you really are. I wonder how many people we kind of just see at their at their day job who are working on something great That's you know true. or or are and are or, or are working on like a passion project yeah. right like how many people out there are bagging groceries but they're writing the next great novel oh, 100% you know what i mean and the thing is too it's like people that you would never really think those are the people that have the most observation it's it's not like i'm not saying simpletons in the simplest way but i'm saying like the barista, regular, just regular the people. The person begging your groceries, yeah. the parking meter guy. Yeah. But, you know, like people who are just, you know, we don't really acknowledge in our everyday lives. We just like, that's just, they're just there. Yeah. They're part of our society. Yeah. But it's like, they see things within different lenses that many of us can't because yeah. they have their perception of like the view from their standpoint. So like even thinking like the amount of time, the amount of people I fucking knew with like, that were basically going to like master's degree when I worked in like barista, yeah. like yeah. when I worked for Starbucks and JJ Bean, Everybody there, literally, except for me, was in school for something mm-hmm. or like working on something. One girl went to Africa, God bless her heart, and came back with something, Jesus. But she was working with like, like basically a team of like different medical students to like try and figure out like how they can basically cure common like diseases in those countries without the use of like basically using the medicine they have around them okay. within like the bush and stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, that is so cool. But I'm like, couldn't be me though, because the amount of vaccines you had to take, it couldn't be me. Oh yeah. Like no, she that, literally like, she couldn't come back to work for a week. Like she was just yeah. fucked, but you messed up. it's even, uh, you know, other people who are, you know, like a lot of people that are working jobs as, you know, hostesses, waiters, baristas, yeah. The, you know, even just fucking answering your phones at Rogers. Yeah. These are the people that are out here. Like you ask them what they're doing and you're like, holy fuck. Like yeah. you're really trying to do something cool. Or like they're an artist or they're painting. Like I fucking met one guy who was a muralist and I was like, mm-hmm. 
you get paid by the city to graffiti it. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, holy fuck. Like that's, and he's like, honestly, he's like, it took me years to be able to be like, like actually make money from this. He's like, before it was like, you couldn't make money from this type of shit. And that's, that's like, you know, I I didn't, I didn't really intend on like going on like an art tangent, but, but that's where, that's the thing is with, with essentially all creative pursuits, like you have to grind and pay your dues for so long that it's like, it's, it's a built in, way of filtering out people who are not passionately in love with with that craft like i mean and i know that firsthand like you know i was i'm a failed actor i was an actor for a few years right i mean i say i'm a failed actor because i quit um i mean i don't look at myself as a failure for that reason but i mean i was more just making a joke but you know, I was an actor for a few years. I still need uh, to see you like on camera and all that. I need to I mean, find those. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's like we could. That it would, Hellcats episode is hard to come by. It, it is, but I don't think it'll be impossible. But you know, I do. I remember. I remember thinking, you know, when I left and, and wanted to do something else, I was just like, "This isn't this like this isn't the life that mm. that I want." You know, like. It's very, it can be really feast or famine. It can, your emotions can go up and down. You're, you might have to drop everything and spend, you know, and stay up late to memorize lines and prep for an audition. You know, a lot of people in the industry are fucking batshit crazy. Oh, the Um, craziest people. And and, and the industry also, the the industry also drives you crazy. Oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, uh, so it's tough. It's a rough life. And I mean, there's such a gamble too, because it's not even like, like you never like it's like you know you never know if there's it's like basically being almost in real estate in a sense too of like you have no idea whether or not you're gonna yeah. sell a house you yeah. have no idea if like you're gonna get that part yeah. to actually get that check and get you, that payment you're a like, gig worker yeah like you're and a gig crazy, worker or like thing. you're an artist selling your shit for like listen like i spent four hundred dollars on materials just to make yeah. this painting and now i have to sell it for less than what the fuck i paid for it just to yeah make something back like you know yeah and you you might be sharing a two-bedroom with five people and then the next week book commercial that pays you fifty thousand dollars you know or 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 get or get a show where i mean i i remember i remember the first time i booked like a real tv role where like i mean I didn't have an important role, mm-hmm. but like my character actually had a name and lines mm-hmm. and my beginning rate, which like I never went beyond was 700 bucks a day. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it probably hasn't gone up much. Yeah. Uh, and, and especially when like, you know, you're, you're a day player, you know, you're maybe on set for a few days. Yeah. Um, but that was crazy. But then also, if you think about it, like, yeah, you, I, I was getting paid 700 bucks a day for a few days and the amount I'd already invested in headshots and exactly. and, and, and time and acting classes, it, it doesn't Also to divide that by how much you're fucking like 700 a day, how many hours is that per day? Right. I mean, you know, it does. I, th- I think it's maybe, like you're working 14 hours a day. It's like, well, then. Yeah. And, and then also my agent gets a cut yeah. and taxes take a cut. Yeah. So it's not it's not quite as glamorous as, I mean, as it might be. It was it was a very interesting uh, experience. And I learned I actually just learned a lot about being a person mm-hmm. um, from studying acting. And uh, I made some good friends who I don't think I really talked to anymore, but it was fun at the time. Um, and I mean, the biggest thing was I actually just learned a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then, you know, years and years and years later, I kind of, I just started dabbling with stand up comedy as a hobby. Mm-hmm. But of course, it was something that I enjoyed and stimulated me. So I got addicted and uh, did it for a little over a year. And, 
and and it's the same thing with acting or or writing or whatever you you like that is your life like that is your main focus if you want to have a prayer of success it's like a, rat race. a prayer you know but the thing is like you you do it because you love it yeah and you know it's it's, it's uh, a, yeah. not enough people really respect, you know, you know, you know, we, we joke about, you know, stupid, starving hipster artists or whatever the fuck, yeah. you know, or like stupid, you know, actresses who are, you know, never going to amount to shit or whatever. But, oh. you know, and actors, not just actresses, that was sexist. But, you know, I do I do have respect for someone who dedicate who who dedicates themselves to something they love, mm-hmm. which may and, and you may be poor forever, yeah. right? Like, you know, it, there's an incredible amount of sacrifice, you know? Mm-hmm. And when I, you know, when I, and I didn't, I didn't consciously really quit comedy. My dad just started getting like really sick yeah. and my life kind of got out of, you know, was shifted and I didn't really have that time anymore. Um, and I, I didn't, and I mean, I chose not to go back to it because also like your, your, your nights are monopolized, yeah. right? Like, so you don't have if a you light wanted, outside of it. Yeah. If, if you wanted to be a comedian, it's like, oh, okay, are, are you cool with your nights being taken over for the next like decade or more? Yeah. Right. Like how, you know, how are you, I mean, it would be incredible. It would be for a normal person. It's challenging to have a decent income and, and pay attention to your health and your relationships throw in being a comedian in the mix, it's damn near impossible. Um, and you wouldn't have met me if you were still in comedy. Uh, Actually, though, maybe... No, no, I would have met you because I just met you at the dentist office. Like, I still would have had to go to the dentist. No, I know. But if you didn't, like... If, for example, if you didn't get that job at UBC and if you didn't, if you had, like... If, like That's the thing. It's like, if life had gone different routes, it's like, you know... Right, no, I probably wouldn't have met you. But the other thing is, is, like, unfortunately, being a comedian in Canada doesn't get you far. Like you're, you, the, it's like, hard to break in entertainment in this country. I don't know why. Well, no, but, and then also sometimes like the infrastructure just isn't there. Yeah. Like essentially like, you know, I've, I've met some, I mean, I think, I mean, well, at the time I had met all the best comedians in town because it's, you know, it's, it's a small, mm-hmm. it's a small community. It's a small scene. You know, everybody knows all the shows. I mean, they've probably all changed now, but you know, some like really, really the the best in the city are are phenomenal. Like they're very good. They're very yeah. entertaining. And you know, the next move is you leave Canada. Yeah, like, you just go not, to LA. You leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you effectively would have to leave Canada. Like to to again have a prayer of. I mean, like there there's Canadian comedians who can pay all of their bills. Um, and so they're a working comedian, and that's an incredibly huge accomplishment. But mm-hmm. there just isn't a huge huge. There's not a huge infrastructure for that, but that being said, now with the digital age, you don't you you can you can do comedy from anywhere, right? Because yeah. you can have a podcast, you can you can do YouTube shit, um, and and a lot of people are successful that way. Yeah, and you know, I think it's just also like, I think as we've seen even like within the last year with everything, so many things have changed now, where it's like you almost have to like really think like, damn, like the industries that you looked at before, it's like even looking at fucking like. In my mind, I was like, imagine if I still worked for fucking Starbucks. I wouldn't have a job. Like, they're half, they're all basically gone. Like, yeah. you know, or like, what happened? What if I worked, you know, and di- whatever? Like, yeah, like if I was a comedian, like, shit is closed. Like, you can't yeah, even I mean, be inside. Any, any performer, any performer. <laughs> any performer. So, or if I was like, you know, a, you know, someone who, for example, like, you know, I was the person who did bookings for the Orpheum Theater. 
and shit book now. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like so many things have changed. And it's just like, I think with people who do creative things, like we need this, cre- we need their creative minds to keep the world going because we can't all just like only like, we need other people's out. Like when you look at a piece of art, you feel something. And that's yeah. what the artist wants most of the time yeah. is for you to feel something, basically uh, connect with the piece or some, you know, some think- sort of, you know yeah and and also it 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 kind of pulls you into the present moment yeah and or it pulls you into the emotion that the artist was feeling or wants you to feel yeah. or whatever and i think that's why like people who do have the capacity to be creative and put their art out there they're very very like they're super important people because also too like it takes a lot of guts to basically put your shit out there and knowing that it's no yeah. longer yours when somebody can interpret it a different way that they want or have a different perception like it's like people who put out music, people who put out movies, people who write books. If I'm a reader and you write a book in a certain intention and I don't see it the way you do, mm-hmm. that's you. You put your art out there, but it's no longer yours. It's now mine because I can interpret it how I want. Same thing with people in their music or in any aspect of being creative. It's like you have to be very, very comfortable with the idea that like I'm writing this song and mm-hmm. I mean it yeah. to be like this, but you might not take it that way. Look yeah. at fucking WAP. We're talking about pussy and people are mad. Right. So it's just like, you know, those, it's just interesting to kind of, kind of see where the world's going in terms of like, is anyone like in my mind, I'm like, I'm not the smartest fucking, like, I'm not the brightest apple in the bush or whatever the fuck. But in my mind, I'm like, even when people make mistakes, I'm like, but we live in a digital age. How do, how do you not know this yet? Like, how do you not know? Like when you put something out there, it can be perceived differently. How do you not know when you write something that might be in your mind sarcastic can mm-hmm. come out hateful to other people or yeah. certain things that just kind of like, and especially for people who have that platform of being celebrities, having multiple followers, having millions of people watch them. It's like, how the fuck do you not know this? Well, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, well, I mean, for, 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 whatever happened to PR agents? Are those a dead thing? No, it's just maybe an unnecessary expense. I mean, but again, in, you know, in, in this, in this modern time, it's really, it's only recently that we have to contend with putting something out from our brain and our viewpoint and having to consider uh, the infinite ways, infinite numbers of people can interpret it. That's effectively impossible, mm. you know. Uh, anyway, I think, you know what, that, that's it for my check-in. What about you? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, um, mine's all right. Same old, same old. Um just kind of running through emotions, I guess. Yeah, having somebody pass away that was really close to me was really like, I feel like I'm taking it better than I thought, but then I think I also lie to myself like most people. Yes. So um, I think it's just coming in waves for me. And I think hopefully after her memorial and you know everything kind of, maybe I think that'll maybe kind of let me kind of be like, okay, like- You can you can Breathe a little relax. bit because yeah. I think there was just a lot going on with COVID and doing the memorial and virtual and trying to figure out things with family members who don't live here. Yeah. And, you know, that type of thing, I think that can be really overwhelming. And I don't like to tell myself I'm overwhelmed because I like to be like, you can do it. You can power through. You're a bad bitch. You're fine. <laughs> but here we are. So mm-hmm. um, just going through that, you know, sad, but still going. Um, you know, I don't, you know, it's just waves. It comes in waves. So, yeah. you know, and also, too, I'm not a person. And I was even talking to my girlfriend about this. We were talking about how. COVID has made things so much more apparent in like our lives and how like we need to like stay on top of each other, connect with each other as much as like we think like it's it also too is a mental push to be like, okay, like I'm going to, 
even though like you want to talk to the person, you want to see the person, it is like mentally taxing and emotionally taxing sometimes just Mm -hmm. to put yourself out there and start those conversations. And that's why a lot of people, as much as they say like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. We haven't talked in so long. It's like, you haven't talked in so long because you know, you almost like mentally can't handle it on top of everything else that you have. So you don't want to add, because you know, some people like distractions, some people don't, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, I mean, you, you make a really good point. And it, what's interesting is like, uh, not, not to, no, no, not to take you off track, but, um, you were at my dad's memorial. Yes, I was. Uh, celebration of life. I was not supposed to wear black yeah, and I did right. because I was a whole fool, but uh, no whole fool for you. Nobody cares. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but you know, one of the things that, you know, what, once you're at a, well, a regular memorial when there isn't pandemic going on and, and it's someone you know and love who is old mm-hmm. and, and passes away and their old friends come to that memorial, they all say like, God, I wish I stayed in touch. Yeah. They all say like, like, you know, they regret, they, they deeply regret not, staying in touch mm-hmm. and making that excuse of like, I got too busy. And then, and then once you don't talk for like a year, like it's almost awkward to try to get back in touch. Mm. And then a year turns into a fucking decade mm. and, and then they're dead and you're left with your regrets. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, reach out, stay in touch. But also sometimes you might have to fire a motherfucker too. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like, I think in terms of, like, this, I was just kind of like, okay, like, it's a lot going on, and I think, like, in my mind, I'm kind of like, I have a very, I've been doing this since I was a kid, where I'll be really upset about something, or I'll be really emotional, and, like, I'll basically just be like, you know what, we'll just push this shit as deep as possible, Mm -hmm. you know, keep going through day to day, you're good, you're good, you're good, and then when that wave comes, whenever it comes, you'll just fucking, like, you'll just ride it, and, like, it might be, you break down for a day. It might be you break down for two days. It might be you don't want to, you know, and I'm, I'm one thing my girlfriend that I was actually, you know, was saying, but um, <laughs> one thing my girlfriend, we were talking about, like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm a private person, but in like an odd way. Like I'm a public person where it's like people who know me, friends of mine, friends of friends, people even your friends. Like I have no problem telling them things. I have no mm-hmm. problem talking about my life, my family, whatever. But I'm never going to be one to post shit on social media. I'm never mm-hmm. going to be one to like openly invite the public into like my mental state sure. or like my emotional state if it's something where it's like – because also too, I'm not – somebody who is being watched by millions of people. I'm not somebody who is on us weekly. I'm not a fucking celebrity. Like people don't, people don't give a fuck about me. So uh, I mean, a good handful of people do give a majority of people in this world that they don't know me. So in my mind, I don't find it necessary to post on social media about like my life and what's going on because everybody has something going on. And especially now in my mind, I'm like, there's so much sorrow in the world. Do I really need to contribute to it? Well, yeah, no, you know, sure. But, but then also it's like, I, I kind of have a similar sentiment where it's like, if, you know, the people who have my phone number are the people I, I, I care about, you know, maybe that they know what's going on if I'm going to tell them. So it's like, yeah, you know, I yeah. text, phone call. I don't need to, 
it, it, I mean, and, and I feel again, like you're putting yourself up for sale for random people yeah. who just to just be able to say like, was I interesting enough, or was I sad enough, yeah. or was I happy enough, or did I have something amazing happen to me for me for you to give so much of a shit to even click a button? Yeah, and you know, when when you're kind of effectively marketing yourself on social media, you almost turn yourself into a commodity, which mm-hmm. I think by default is a little dehumanizing. Oh, 100 percent, and it puts a value on it makes you it makes you put a value on yourself because yeah. now you're looking at how you are being perceived by others and valuing yourself off of that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, my message for, for any people who are judging us and don't like us is, uh, you know, go, you know, go fuck with someone else then. That's okay. I mean, I'm, I mean, you know what? Listen, if people don't like other people or whatever, now is a better time than ever to be like, I don't have to deal with you. Yeah. Because also, too, I think a lot of people were in places or in spaces with people that they thought they had to be fake with because they're mm-hmm. like, well, you know, I don't like you, but my friend likes you and you're a friend of my friend. So I guess I'll fucking put up with you or, oh, you know, you're a coworker, So I guess like whatever. Now it's just like. As we can all see, as COVID's happened, as people have died, as fucking many things have gone on around the world, time is fucking short. If you don't fuck with that person, don't be fake about it. Yeah, and and you know, and you don't and don't even don't even stress yourself enough to even think like, oh, now I have to interpret, be another person in their presence to make this less make this comfortable for them. Who fuck them if you don't even like them? You should yeah. be making yourself as comfortable as possible in that moment. Yeah, yeah, you know, wor- worry about yourself. Uh, you know, or, or or worry about the people you you want to put your time and energy into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's kind of my quick check in. Nothing really new. Just you know, going through it. But you know what? As as everyone loves to say, you know, be strong. Which I'm just like, great. All right, I will be when I want to. Um, you know, and I think people mean it in the best way they can. Yeah, but um, there's a lot of different ways to be strong. Totally. And I, you know, I think also too strength is it's one of those things where I think over time we started to realize like. A lot of us really are strong for others when we're not strong ourselves, yeah. but we're just doing it to give off that perception so that way people won't have to worry about us. But yeah. it's like, we're not worrying about us. So who like in my mind, that just like makes a cycle of like you not giving, like you're not caring for yourself. Yeah. But that is my sob story for my check-in. It's not sad. It's not sad, but you know. Rolling through it. It's okay to be sad sometimes. That's right. That's normal and that's life. We'll be right back. Okie dokie. We're back. Um, you got a slap on Societa? My slap was just kind of me noticing that I think we're a little too fast paced as a society. And I think that's harmful. And I think we need to work on that. Because okay. even I thought about it for me personally, I'm a very fast person. I get told to slow down when I talk all the time. I get, I type too fast. I just do shit too fast. And that's also me missing out on catching little things and paying attention to detail and certain things. So I was thinking about it. I was like, where did this come from? This idea of being like fast paced and having every, having to do everything so fast and like, you know, now, 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 like, I'm just wondering like where that came from. And I was thinking back to like as a kid and whatever. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm wondering if this is just society just kind of like, obviously society society has changed, but I'm like, society has sped up in such a way that even the way people talk on the phone, they're just very demanding. They're like, I need this now. Yeah. I need this done now. And it's like, so what fire is, is going on? What, yeah. what gas leak do we got to worry about? Like, it's almost like the idea that everything is so time, like time. Um, Critical. 
time critical that it's almost like we're not even like acknowledging the moment or realizing things. And that's kind of almost where, excuse me, that's where my mind goes to like, oh, like, are you processing things in a normal rate? Are you even processing information in the normal rate? Like, are you even listening when people talk? Are you even yeah. reading when you fucking read? Like, mm. you know, and are you really absorbing the information that's being given to you? Or are mm-hmm. you just trying to just get quickly just get, get through it? And it's just like, you know, open folder, open folder, like tab, 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 just like, you know, like a computer screen. So, you know, my slap for society is that we need to slow down. We need to stop thinking everything is so pressing. Mm. Unless you are a doctor and you need 911, you call 911. But other than that, nothing, no one will die if you get your email tomorrow or if you get your call tomorrow or if, you know, someone says, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Okay, when's that going to be? I said as soon as I can. What do you think I am, God? The fuck you want? You want a time limit? I mean, if if you said like in the next couple days. No, no, no. But like, for example, even with my job, I've had it over the years. I started to even just kind of notice that people have this idea that like, well, why can't you book me now? Why can't you do this now? It's like. Everybody wants now, now, now. Everyone wants now, now, now. And the funny thing is, it's always the people. I mean, this is kind of a tangent, but it's always the people that are like now, now, now. And you're like, okay, tomorrow. They're like, oh, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like you fucker. Well, you know, so. <laughs> I mean, look now we've got instant messages. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got, we you know, we've got Amazon. How dare you? I'm chewing a, a car- I'm chewing a baby carrot for listener. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, you know, we got instant messages. We've got Amazon that you pay a little extra. The shit comes tomorrow. You know, every every book and film and song in the history of human, you know, existence is now at your fingertips. But, you know, that that doesn't apply to everything. No, and I think it's also, too, people have to be realistic. Like, as much as we want to think technology is running shit, we still are running shit. We are people. We can make mistakes. We have to type shit out. We have to dial the phone numbers. Like, these are the things where I'm kind of like, people are asking other people for these crazy, these having these crazy um, expectations and ideas of how things get done, not realizing, like, that is a person, not a fucking machine. Like, yeah. just like you are your own person too, and you know what it's like to be under pressure or have yeah. these things. Do you not think that it's fair to kind of remember that that is a person you're talking to? Okay, something uh, something I wonder is, do you think also it's a time management problem? Like people, maybe people are realizing stuff like too late. They've been putting stuff off because they're like juggling too much. Yeah, I would say so. I would definitely say like, there are some people like, for example, like in my job industry, like I think that there are people like you get a referral. Okay. You have an infection. You might not know what to wait two months and then yell at me because you have an infection. Okay. But you know, I think that there are, I think it's partially time management, but I think it's also expectation of like the world we live in. Like, yeah, the TV's on. Yeah. You can get your internet right there. Yeah. You can get your food delivered, but like these all need people involved. So if the fucking guy running the fucking TV station fucks up, then you ain't got no fucking CNN. Or, you know, look at fucking, look at Rogers and that fucking out fucking thing we had a couple days ago. Day of no cell service. Oh my God. Now, how did we all feel about that? How did we feel about not having cell service? Obviously, people who are parents freaking the fuck out because they're just like, oh my God, somebody's with my child. Shit could hit the fan. I have no idea how I can contact them. Totally understandable. Other Uh, than email. Landlines. No, no. Well, yeah, landline. Landline. But like, or like, you know, if you have Wi-Fi and you can WhatsApp them or whatever the fuck. But it's like, you know, why, like, 
where did this like when did we like when do we forget that we're in a pandemic and it's okay to still slow down. Like, I think it's, mm-hmm. we're all trying to rush back to this normalcy of like, oh, we're going to go back. Like, I even a girlfriend of mine was like, oh, like, she's like, oh, we can go back to like before. She's like, oh, we can go back to the way it was before. And like, you know, go back to what it used to be. I'm like, sweet, we will never be back to the way it used to be. Like that time is not coming back. We're not going to jump back and wake up and all of a sudden everyone's going to be like, oh yeah, it's 2019 again. And now, you know, whatever. And I think that that's why a lot of people right now have this rush to be like, okay, get everyone vaccinated. Okay, get all this shit done. And then we could go back to real life. And it's like, we're in real life. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. It's, I, maybe it's the, it's the mix up between back to normal and versus just more freedom. Yeah. You know? and, and because like, you're right, we can't go back in time. The world's never going to be what it was. Like, you know, uh, some people didn't survive. Some businesses didn't survive. Yeah. Some industries have changed quite a lot. I mean, we were talking about the education, yeah. you know, uh, work, education, entertainment. It's all taken really sort of a quantum leap uh, that maybe has advanced it by 10 years in mm-hmm. one year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, there is no going back. But, I mean, I certainly hope uh, within a couple of years we can go to a ballet you or know, something that's see, similar. Go to, go to a movie theater. I mean, everyone wants something that resembles what used to be. And I think that's, that's, I think that's just for a lot of people. Because a lot of people look at certain things in their memory and are like, oh, I wish I could go back to that. Or I wish I could go back to that. And I understand. But, like, the idea that, like, people are so, like, when I think about, like, some people are just so rushed. And it's like, rushed for what? Um, You know, I wonder, I wonder if there's, like, a hint of you're talking about me. Just because, like, I do... I, I mean, I, I might be one of those rushed people in the sense that uh, for me, like I, I, I will find myself um, trying to get a lot done. And in order to do that, you know, I do believe you need to be more efficient, mm-hmm. which, which does mean getting more things done in a set amount of time, which does mean going faster. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, from my perspective, you know, may, I think a lot of people, you know, myself included, yourself included, feels like there isn't enough time you, because stuff just adds up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like even just just yesterday, like the amount of stuff I did get done mm-hmm. uh, was a lot. Like I, yeah. I woke up, exercised, went to Costco, did laundry, uh, stretched, did some food prep, uh, made dinner. Um, I'm probably forgetting some other shit. Um, I don't even remember yesterday. Yeah, brushed my teeth, showered, shaved, got a haircut. Like, it, it, it was quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's it's kind of, it's it's the overwhelmingness of it all, you know. And it's kind of like, you know, I, I at least myself, I, I always almost have a bit of that to-do list that I'm always trying to cross off. And, and you know, for me... I, you know, I do need to get better at turning that off. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of us do have that, that voice in our head that is, you got shit to do. You don't have enough time. Keep like press on, like keep keep going. I mean, I, I, I think um, if I, I couldn't really be that way if I also wasn't uh, pretty, 
deliberate about my self-care. Yeah. Because like I, I, I've been that guy, but then who also just didn't take care of himself. And I actually, I just saw an article about this dude who like had a heart attack at work and is now just like, fuck working oh, yeah. too much. Fuck yeah. being a workaholic. I and like, I've too. definitely been a workaholic and not healthy. No. And, and you know, I mean, the more I'm just thinking about it in the moment, I think we have this weird collective anxiety mm-hmm. uh, that yeah. that kind of is this like this background, you know, almost software that's just like, no, nah, you got to do this. You got to do that. You don't have enough time. Don't forget about this. Hey, have you done that yet? Oh, da, 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 da. and and that and that can spill over onto onto other people and stress them the fuck out. That's why I even thought about it. I was like, yeah, I mean, that's my slot for society. But I was even thinking, I was like. Even I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, I'm, this is my bite me in the ass, but like, there were a couple fucking weeks during the pandemic where everything was closed. Yeah. Every, no one could see anybody. The streets are fucking empty. It was gorgeous outside. Oh, living the dream. But (laughs) the happiness that I felt was so weird because it almost just felt like it was just this, it was like, it was like when you feel like you have bricks on your shoulders and you just feel them slowly just like lifting off. It's like. Oh, this There's is what it feels to like do. to not like feel like you're overwhelmed by your life, even though yeah. everybody probably has overwhelming things in their life for sure. Especially, you know, I mean, fuck, I mean, we're definitely probably more of the luckier people for sure. But, you know, I'm thinking like, wow, like maybe people who do go and move out to smaller places and slower pace areas, yeah. they're onto something because those people are happier. Those people are living lives in a way where their day to day isn't necessarily consumed by lists and checking shit off. It's still getting and worrying still, about the future and worrying about whatever. It's more about like prioritizing, like, listen, I have 10 things to do this weekend, but I'm not going to do all 10 in a day. Yeah. I will figure out what I can. And if one gets bumped to Monday, fuck it. One gets bumped to Monday. Like, yeah. you know, like I think it's just this, this overwhelming feeling of being like, I'm busy. I'm busy. I, I have things to do. And then for me personally, like I, I remember like when, especially when I was like probably early twenties, I was so overwhelmed sometimes just from working and going out and being doing all these different things to the point where I would spend a weekend in bed. Like yeah. I would full on, like, and it got to the point where my mom was like super worried about me at one point. She's like, you're, you need to go see a doctor. Like, I don't think this is good. And I'm just like, no, 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 girl. What you think is what, no, you need to get where I'm going. But I full on would get in bed Friday night and I would not leave till Sunday afternoon. Like it was fucked. Like I would spend the entire day of Saturday in bed, in and out of sleep, just being like, I don't give a fuck if my phone's ringing. I don't give a fuck what's going on. Like I just, I know I need this. And I think having that downtime in between a week for sure, because having five days of go, go, go or more for Mm -hmm. most people, it's seven days. It's never five. It's most for most people, it's seven. It's five or seven, six or seven. No, definitely. So having those days of being like, oh, I have nothing to do. And now I can like I I physically like having a time where I could be like, oh, like I actually have nothing to do. And if I want to read a book, I can read a book. If I want to go for a walk, I can go for a walk. If I want to nap all day, I'll nap all day. Yeah. Those are the times where I'm like, okay, like these are needed days. And this is something where you know, people who are working from home, they're lucky in a sense that you get to work from home. And I know there's a lot of downsides to that as well, too. Fuck, um, you got that right. Because there's a lot of people who now can't be at their home because they're like, I look at it as a workplace now. Yeah. So now my comfortability is totally like oh, yeah. building. Or like, I can't I can't watch a movie because my partner's on a conference call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we, we live in a one bedroom. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, you know, my slap is just for everyone to slow the fuck down. Yeah. You know, unless you work in some sort of, you know, if you're, unless you're a fucking like, you know, paramedic, unless you're a doctor, unless you're somebody who really needs to be like quick for a reason. Yeah. I think everyone can like relax because the amount of times I've just thought I'm like the rush for what? Tomorrow could literally be something different. We could turn on the news. They could be like, oh, joke's on you. you stay home. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, that's why I'm just kind of like, after last year, I was like, it's such a fucking toss up. I'm not rushing for shit. That's on like slowly but surely. I'm trying to like teach myself, like, relax, take your time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, don't feel pressed or rushed about anything. Cause also, too, there's nothing to press or rush about anymore necessarily. Like, Life has gone, looks so different now. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, and I'm not trying to overwhelm myself again. Fuck that. We've been, we've been doing that for a number of years. Many of us have always been overwhelmed, but not really recognize it because we told ourselves it's something different, but really we're just overwhelmed and we just don't want to acknowledge that we feel like maybe we're drowning or we feel like we need a life rope or we feel like we need help. And a lot of people have really hard time even asking for help because they don't, it's a pride thing. They don't want to look like they need it or they want to seem strong or they don't want to bring their problems and other, bring their problems up to other people around them when it's like, everybody needs help. Mm -hmm. You got that right. Um, it's yeah, you know, I uh, the the early like early early lockdown was that get out of jail free card. It's like you you're not going to work, you don't have shit to do. You know. No, there wasn't and, anything to do if we wanted to, which I mean, you know what? Sometimes like as you know, I mean, it was great that we had good weather, but in my mind I was like this is what so many people needed. And this is what so many people I think kind of changed. They like, I mean, changed their relationships, changed the way they are as individuals. Everyone's different, of mm-hmm. course, but you know, it's like, you've had to just kind of look and be like, okay, let me like slow the fuck down or like, or they start looking at their life being like, who the fuck was I trying to keep up with? Or like, who, like, what was I doing? And who was that for? Was that benefiting yeah. them or benefiting me? Or was it just me just thinking that it was yeah. for me and really it was for them or reassessing like what you do and how you, you know, interact with other people and how, you know, what were you just like, were you just getting by? Like, yeah. you know, what was, you know, I think is I've, I've been in that situation or, or that lifestyle where it's just like all, all I'm doing right now is kind of surviving and getting by and barely doing stuff that contributes to like my happiness and my growth. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think the lockdown and some of that spare time, you know, what's funny is like a bunch of, a bunch of, a bunch of our options in life and freedoms got, got stripped away but then also something else came in where now you maybe have a bit of that headspace to reflect. Yeah, it's or, like what the farmers do when they, with the crops, when they like, I don't know if they burn the crops for new shit or they like, what, well, I don't know what that's called. They'll, but. Well, they'll rotate like the, the field or whatever. Yeah. So they'll basically like everything yeah. like will just kind of like die off and then yeah. new shit will grow. Yeah, and I think kind of. that's kind of what's happening mm-hmm. kind of it's in the world in a way. Because a lot of people, too, they didn't have the time to stop and even fucking read a book, read a magazine, yeah. like, read, even know what's going on. A lot of people didn't even know what's going on in the world. Like, sure. a lot of people were just like, 
okay, I'm just tunnel vision. This is my day to day. Go, 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 go. Got to get all this shit done. And then they stop and look up and like, even, you know, for example, with like, you know, with all the racism and all these different things coming out, people, people are genuinely like, holy fuck, I had no idea. And you can see it in their faces and the way they speak or the way they, you know, talk about it. It's like, we live in a society that has forced us to almost go so fast that we're not acknowledging what's going on. And also too, like, how, who is that benefiting though? Is it benefiting all of us or is it only benefiting some of us? Oh, I mean, I think it's benefiting large companies that are Yeah, and there are, there are people who are, exactly, it's benefiting the people who are basically essentially in, in I guess, in some ways running the world in some way. Well, sort of. I mean, you know, you, you can definitely make the argument that we live in like, oh, what's it called? Like a corporate, corporate talks, democracy, cor- I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I don't know the word, but- um, no, I mean, and actually that might even tie in a little bit to my SOS, but yeah. you know, who, where, where, like really, um, a great question is where does my time go? Where does my money go? You know, who, who is benefiting from ha- from the choices I make with that? Mm-hmm. And I would hope it's you, but that's not always the case. Yeah. Well, what's your slap? Okie dokie. Um, my slap on society, SOS, is uh, it started with the stickers on the bananas. So um, we we were looking at, or no, you weren't you weren't with me. Oh no no no. I, mean, I okay. came home. Right no, I bought a bunch of bananas uh, last week or two weeks ago and brought it home. And there were stickers on the bananas. So the stickers on the bananas were little advertisements for. The film Soul, I yes. believe. I think it's a Disney film. Yeah, Disney Pixar, and uh, I don't, I, I honestly don't know shit about it, but it has animated black characters. So that looks very good. Great, and um, and so there's like little pictures of animated black people on bananas, mm-hmm. uh, on stickers, mm-hmm. and you know, my first thought was like, hey, that's that's like an interesting marketing thing. Like I've seen the the promotional stickers on fruit in the past. Uh-huh. And then I was like, ooh, black people on bananas. Like, do we want to do that? Uh, <laughs> because you do, you know, you hear about, you know, you hear about black people being called like monkeys, apes, whatever, course, yeah. you know, that's like weird old racist stuff that still happens. Like, you know, you hear about, I think in, in professional soccer, you know, yeah. grimy ass fans will, will fuck with black players and throw bananas on the field. In my mind, I'm like free bananas dope in my I, mind i'm just like throw them the fuck I love back that. <laughs> throw them. Whip, whip them back yeah. just like. throw them into this shopping bag for me thank you very much uh are they organic um but then but then also one thing i i thought of it we talked about a little bit was uh you know something i just thought was interesting almost from a, a business standpoint or economic perspective is like oh okay dole Used uh, Dole was selling us uh, a bunch of bananas at I don't know two fifty two seventy five a bunch, mm-hmm. and they were they were getting that money they whatever the profit margin was that's what they got and we got bananas mm-hmm. in return mm-hmm. uh, until mm-hmm. they realized hey we can put little ad stickers on bananas mm-hmm. and we're gonna charge Disney Pixar whoever you know. Uh, 
a half a half a cent per bunch of bananas mm -hmm. to turn our bananas into a mini billboard. Mm -hmm. And again, like like so that's targeted marketing. You know, children eat fruit, right? That kid is gonna see that cool little sticker that, you know, on the yeah. banana that mommy brings up, mommy, 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 buy that fucking movie that is that's gonna cost you ten dollars to buy it on demand. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's but what's interesting is we aren't getting they turned my banana into a tiny billboard mm -hmm. without asking me. Mm -hmm. And they are making more money from that transaction. And I'm not. Mm -hmm. And I think I just, in my mind, I'm like, that's interesting. You look from a business standpoint, hey, good on you. You're making more money from the same product. Mm -hmm. That's kind of smart. Mm -hmm. But, but, you know, I, but then in my mind, when does the advertising stop? Isn't there like a person who actually has advertising all over his body? Oh no, I'm sure. No, but, but again, like that's not even that crazy, right? Like think of, think of jerseys. They have logos, yeah. right? Sponsors. And I mean, we, we should see the film Idiocracy. I've already seen it twice, but like there, I think part of that movie, it's, it's a, it's kind of like a dark comedy uh -huh. about, you know, a really fucked up future that actually kind of predicted some shit sort of accurately, unfortunately, uh -huh. uh, done by Mike Judge, the creator of Beavis and Butthead and Family Guy. Okay. And I think I think if I remember correctly, homeless people just have these shirts that are covered in logos mm -hmm. and now they're like walking homeless billboards. Yeah. Right. Like it's funny and it's like, like it will happen. Mm -hmm. Um and, and it's just like, where do we draw the line with the advertising? You know, I, I like, Jesus Christ, I had the most strange, paranoid idea the other day that somebody somewhere is going to try to advertise to children in the womb. Somehow, I oh, swear to God, 100%. it's happening. Someone's trying to do that right now. That's what they're probably, I mean, that's, there's probably like fucking things you could probably be like, oh, you know, put this on your belly and it's going to be, you know, nice sounds for the baby. So they know yeah. what it's like when they come out when really yeah. it's like buy Pepsi. Yeah. Oh, no, no. And and then <laughs> that same frequency is quietly generated in at the store. Yeah. I mean, did we display. not see the Simpsons episode where it's join the Navy? Yeah. Exactly. Come on. That's, that's what the fuck it is. And, and, and it's, you know, I, I might be getting a little tinfoil hat, but you know, at, at what, where, where's the line between advertising and manipulation? There where, is no line. Where, they where, walk hand in hand yeah, together. Where, where's the line between marketing and controlling us? I, I'm not a huge fan of someone trying to control me. And yeah, it makes me seem a little paranoid and sometimes I might take it too far. But again, if someone is trying to advertise to me. And this is this is my biggest criticism really for social media. And you've heard me like rant about this a hundred times. It's like, you know, social media is, we, we don't pay for social media. We pay for social, we don't pay for social media with money. Yeah. We pay for social media with our attention. Yeah. Our attention is time. And that is an irreplaceable um, value. value, right? Mm -hmm. Money, money comes and goes. It can be made and lost and made back. Time just goes. Yeah. And and if you're trying to steal my time, then you're trying to take away the tiniest bit of my life and fuck you for trying to do that. 
Well, you know what? I think it's also if uh, unless I'm getting enough of a value from that social media, right? That is a choice. Yeah. That is an exchange. That's and that's that is a, a thing. transaction. It's, it's a choice because I think that's where it's like, yeah, marketing. You know, sometimes could be taken too far, but also too like, am I gonna fault these people for? basically being like, oh, you're going to go and waste your money and time on this and I am going to make money off of it also. Because also too, like in my mind, I'm like, I don't blame marketing companies for, if you can grab somebody cool, you're not going to grab everybody, but if you can grab some people cool, because also too, like that's the whole point. Like you Mm -hmm. want people to spend money on whatever product or whatever thing or whatever. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to fault them for catching the idiots for sure. Because there's a hell of a lot of them out there who literally like, when I and I mean I'm not calling everyone or people who use social media hell I have it too, idiots. But I'm saying like the people who will walk into traffic because they're yeah. on their phone, or people who will fucking like. I never forgot when I saw this girl go to the ATM, take out money, and walk away while she and she was on her phone the entire time. Didn't I? Don't even think she looked at what account she was even taking money from. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Uh, uh. And in my mind, I was like, wow. I did she Did she leave the cash? She left the fucking money. Oh, I think I've done that. No, no, no. But like she, in, the, in my mind, I was like, okay, we're in the bank. There's cameras. I'm not going to fucking go walk. Because I was taking out money too. Well, now, so I'm like, I couldn't on. go. And in my mind, I was like, I can't go walk over to your ATM, take your money and watch you walk out. Like I could do that. That's not illegal. That's not illegal. That's not her money. That's not her money. Well, it is her money. No, no, she no. That's, that's public. That's public money. It's not the bank's money. It's not her money. Anyways, that was when I was like, holy fuck. Like, as much as like technology has really been like a blessing, the curse is so fucking real and it's getting worse and it's getting younger. There are kids now yeah. who will not look up when a siren runs through the street yeah. because they're glued to their iPad, glued to the phones. And it's like, what the fuck are we teaching them though? And I mean, and we're going to have, we're going to have a weird crisis of attention. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's where, you know, I'm, fans. yeah. Um, and I, I don't have, uh, I don't have great focus. Like, and I, I have to practice honestly to, to even have enough focus to, to finish something, you know, like I remember like even at work, I like did something, but then I like didn't put the little fucking like the laminator away. And it's just like, no, like focus on this task, start to finish yeah, and then move on. Yeah. And that's, you know, an interesting term. Too many is, tabs open. Well, yeah. So monotasking, mm-hmm. you know, that's actually just do the one thing, focus, pay attention, do it well, mm-hmm. finish it and move on. And we're all told that multitasking is such a great thing. And it is but when you're able, t- yeah. but there's not a lot of people who can do it properly yeah. where you can multitask, multitask and finish multiple tasks properly and yeah. follow through multiple tasks like mm-hmm. that like not a lot of people can do that no it takes a lot of it takes a lot of like in intentional uh yeah i don't know and it I takes mean, a lot of understanding of what you're doing too you can't yeah. be someone who's trying to learn something and then also do something at the same time and then also whatever yeah. it's like if you know that thing and you know how to do it then it's like okay like yeah you know it's like that's why women are known just to be better at multitasking because like we i think I mean, I'm not, I'm not quoting anything or anybody. This is probably a Google question, but my theory is women are great at multitasking because just from evolution, we have been multitaskers because it's okay. You're a woman. You, you fucking, how, how, I mean, how many centuries ago you, you're 16, 15, you have how many kids or how, you know, how women have evolved. It's like in the home, especially in society, it's like, 
you know, you're a woman, you're a part of the home. Oh, you're a whole, you're a housewife. You're not just at home eating bombons. You're cleaning the house. You're making dinner. You're taking care of the kids. You're getting, you're getting dry cleaning. You're doing this. You're doing that. Then you now add on top. Oh, you're also a career woman too. So there's a lot of things that like come into play for I think women being able to multitask. So that's why it's even. I remember even as a, like a little girl thinking like it was so wild that I could do multiple things at once. Because mm. I was just like, how like. Yeah, but not not saying I did them well, but I just thought <laughs> I just you know I thought it was so odd that like it felt very natural for yeah. me to do okay. multiple things at once. Yeah, I mean I think men can do it too. I think it's a juggling thing, but I think yeah. it's kind of pushed. Like I think genetically in women, it's kind of more like we've evolved that way. Just like you know. Okay. I don't know. Okay, can you give me a? We'll be right back. No, 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 no. Don't <laughs> whisper. Okay. We'll be right back. We're back. We have returned. Okay. We got uh, we got some shit to, to chew on today, I think. We're always chewing on something. That's true. I guess so. My thing for this week's uh, little spring thing I'm talking about. Surprisingly enough, which was so funny to me, and I actually thought, like, when I actually thought about it, I was like, oh, I have to talk about this. So I got catcalled when I was on my way home. And I, I it's so weird to me because... Good for you. I don't know. Was it, though? Because, okay, so... Sorry. Actually, let me preface this by saying I wasn't walking. I was driving. Really? I was driving. So drive-by? Was he driving? I uh, know. He was on the street. Okay. Pedestrian catcalling a motorist. Yes. Um, so I was driving, I was going to go basically pick up my weed cause that's whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming through this alley and I'm just like, okay, like whatever, cutting through. And I stop cause I'm like, okay, I'm about to turn or whatever. And then all of a sudden I hear this guy go, Hey shoddy. And I'm like, Oh, like what? Like, how do you spell shoddy? S-H-A-W-T-Y. Okay. You got to say it with a Southern twang. Hey, shawty. Um, But yes, that is T-Pain's fucking fault. T-Pain, all them motherfuckers, you know, yin-yang boys, whoever the fuck. You want to yin-yang twins, whoever the fuck. Um, But I remember in my mind thinking like, the fuck? So like, describe, describe the guy. Assuming oh, was he was. A guy. I, I miss. It was two guys. I remember seeing them when I was driving, but like I didn't. Like it didn't click until I was like was driving by them. That I'm like, they're the like he's the one who said something. Mm-hmm. But and also too, it was like you're basically yelling at me because I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, um, Hispanic. Um, I would want to say maybe didn't look too old. I would want to say maybe like, yeah, under twenty five, over twenty one. Um, so tweeny, early twenties, yeah, early tweenies, early tweenies. Um, but thinking about it, I was like, okay, so <laughs> how is cat like? I don't know, like, is cat calling street harassment? Like, is well, it verbal harassment? Is it? Of course, it might. It's unwanted. Like, I didn't ask for you to call at right. me. I didn't ask for you to acknowledge me. First of all, yeah. but also too. The way it's done is different because that's where my mind went. Here we go. Because again, I'm very. I mean, if you don't know, I'm black. Just so, just so, just so whoever is listening, you know, just so you know, I'm right, black. Sure, cool. Um, and in my mind, I'm thinking, there's no way in hell you're saying, "Hey, shoddy." 
to any other woman that you're trying to catcall. This has to be specific to my race. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that because I think I think maybe this. You gotta go up to an Asian girl and say, "Hey, shoddy." Uh, I, I think there's plenty of people. I think there's there's people who would do that, and then I think there's people who think they're the people who would do that. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, we've talked about uh, people taking on identities that don't really actually match up with their heritage or upbringing they're just kind of cherry picking uh, a personality in a background yeah yeah, uh, yeah you know based on what's cool in pop culture but it's just so odd to me like i think again? I, think, I think maybe he i honestly i think this guy i mean with, with, like without knowing them or being there i think this guy would have said hey shoddy to like any chick because that's just his mm. stupid way of like being in the world we're talking about a dude in his early 20s like no offense most of them are dipshits no 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 most of them are dipshits but in my mind i'm like he wouldn't have known i was black without my braids because he how would he have fucking seen me in my car i was driving you don't have tinted windows no i don't have tinted windows but like my hair like okay so for example like if my hair was pulled back and like in like like for example like a like a bun or something he wouldn't have known but if my hair because my hair was down and out and like you could see it I was like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, like, again, like, I in my mind, I'm like, okay, like, getting catcalled, I mean, some women take it as like, oh, like, thank you. You're always talking about, like, looking cute and, like, dressing up. But not like- for y'all. I don't give a fuck about y'all. No, it's for me. I look cute for me. I do it to make myself feel good. So when I look in the mirror and go, listen, you a bad bitch and yeah. you look cute today and that's the energy you want to take with you today. I don't do it for these fuckers out here. Who are you? Scrubs. Basically. So again, so I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, I know men are dumb. I know they're dumb. And I know a lot um, of them. Some of them. Sorry. Let me, sorry. Let me preface this. Yeah. Some men. Yeah. Hashtag not all men. Okay? Hashtag 98%. But. Um, <laughs> Hashtag 98 degrees. <laughs> but part of me was like, Okay, I am I remember in the days, like, and I know I have a very wide range of girlfriends who are all different backgrounds, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and I thought in my mind, I'm like, the way we all get approached differently is, the way we all get approached by men is so different because in my mind, like, I've even seen it with my own eyes. Some men, and I mean, it's ignorant because some men really should learn that they're in 2021 and maybe pick up an article, but it's like, just because a woman is of a certain ethnicity or background doesn't mean you have to approach them with like whatever fucking bullshit you think is going to be like endearing to them. Like just because you like, you know, just because you're just like the, you try to like, for example, like the guy saying, Hey shoddy. It's like, okay, first of all, what if I didn't speak English full on? (laughs) What if I was like, literally like fresh out of France, like, like, African, black, never, right. like, grew up, speak, like, English is a second language. Maybe from Ghana. Maybe from a whatever, like, it's in my mind, I'm just like, okay, so your, your ignorance is now showing, and I think this is where so many men get fucked up, is that your ignorance shows when you approach women in that way of being like, oh, you're black, I'm going to talk to you in this way. Oh, you're Asian, I'm going to speak to you in this way. Oh, you're the, like, it's just, to me, it's like, okay, so. Okay, so if, if he was, if he was going past um uh somebody thought was Puerto, Puerto Rican. Yeah. He would have changed. Be like, hey mommy. Probably. 
<laughs> and that's the same thing. It's the same thing with Hispanic women. You have men going out here being like, oh, I love empanadas. Who asked you, bro? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, anecdotally, I, I know uh, a, a Chinese woman I dated would tell me, you know, some guy would, you know, ask her, like, ooh, are you submissive? And it's, it's just so like... so gross. Yeah, no, I mean, that's incredibly gross. The thought that, like, people actually say that out loud is, like, is ridiculous. But I think part of it is also... You know, young men and young men are, I mean, look, they're being raised on porn. They're being raised, you know, by the media. They're being raised with really uh, stereotypical um, kind of archetypes yeah. that aren't realistic. And and they don't understand the difference. No. And, and, and like, but, but also, like, you can't fault a cat caller for being ignorant because he's cat calling someone. He's ignorant. No, no, no. I, I. It's just in my mind, I was just like, okay, like, in my mind, I was like. I do wish it was a white guy, to be honest. That, <laughs> that would make I it, scare white men most would, of the time. You scare me on an hourly basis. See? Uh, but it would be funnier if it was a white guy. But it just, to me, it's just like, again, it made me really think, like, as, like, a black woman, I'm like, bro, people are out of their fucking marbles still because they still think it's appropriate to be like like talk to me like you don't need to talk no fucking like you know fucking aave like you don't have to speak in a certain vernacular to me like you could just speak english aave african-american vernacular interesting yeah so like you know like certain words are short and certain you know so, you know it's just you know what google it i'm no, not even okay. explain shit google it <laughs> i i know you mean sure but <laughs> I hate you. Um, but I just started thinking, I'm like, honestly, have we not evolved yet to know, like, to approach people? You should just approach them as like, hey, I'm so-and-so or hey, like, whatever the fuck. It's like, you think I'm going to give you any fucking sort of attention now? Yeah, no, I mean, look, I don't. Let's try to get in the mind of a cat caller. Now I want to go outside and cat call these men out here. I really want to do it because I want to fucking make them feel no, then all... they'd, they'd like walk up to you and be like, hey, you're nice. Like, let's go out on a date. I know. And like... that's how fucking dumb y'all are sometimes. It's like Look. you don't understand. Like men don't understand how like cat calling to us women, how it... some women take it as compliments. Some women take it as like as now they're more conscious of themselves and their body and how they walk out in the world. And that's another part of like violence against women and harassment right. and also having power struggles. It's yep. like. You're catcalling me, so what? I could come walk over to you? First, the fuck of all, catcalling, number one, is just like, I'm allergic to cats, so I don't fuck with it either way. But it's just, to me, it's like, you're calling out to a woman like, oh, hey, gorgeous, oh, you look good today, whatever the fuck. It's like, like think of like men in New York, like the old, you know, the old construction guys. You know, you know like, how dare you? That is a harmful stereotype. And you I know how many construction sites I've walked by in okay. my lifetime? Don't say shit to me. I couldn't wear dresses on my block for a while. I remember actually when I, uh, back in the day when I was initially in construction, mm -hmm. I would, uh, I worked with the manliest guy in the world. This dude was a fighter mm -hmm. and a construction worker and a firefighter. Mm -hmm. And he'd been in demolition, like blown shit up. He was like, he was like MMA. He did MMA before it was like a thing. Mm -hmm. He told me about breaking a dude's arm, fighting dudes. Original Fight Club. Yeah. And um, I looked out to him. He was fun to work with. You know, I made him laugh. That's why he kept me around. 
and um, I drive them. I think I drive them like to, to transit mm. every once in a while. And he would cat call girls uh, from my car, and it. it made- <laughs> You're just the chauffeur. Yeah. I don't want no scrub. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, and and I, not even in his own car. No. That is the definition of the song. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. This this guy was a player. He told me. Well, I mean, this might not be true, but he was like, he's like, he's like, yeah, I used to have seven girlfriends at the same time. He's like, that's that's too much sex. I just see a up. real play, a real fucking boss would never say that out loud because they would never want to yeah. get caught. Fucking loser. That's he probably true. only had one girl he was chasing <clears throat> after. I don't know. I mean, I liked him, but uh, but you know, he he kind of like almost made fun of me for not sort of jumping in with them. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, we're from very different worlds. Like yeah. I, I'm not much. I can imagine you like only the only way I can imagine you being a cat caller is if you were like still in construction and like, I could just see you like with all the get up and a cigarette in hand be like, Hey honey, how you doing? Like, yeah. you know, sure. Uh, but you know, I, I yeah, it, it, it was kind of funny, but like I was mortified. I was just, I was like, Oh God, I'm never, but also too it like it makes me wonder like what percentage of women are actually making these men think this works no i don't i like again i it must be just it just must be prostitutes has has to be just like i don't know because in my mind i'm like it's not prostitutes it's just you know the amount of women that i know of that have gotten catcalled not as like and i'm not i know i'm not the only one but in my mind i'm like the amount of women that i know as friends people that i've talked to that have gotten cat called, not a single one of them going up to these fuckers. Right. <laughs> like it's just weird sexism, right? Yeah. And uh I mean, one thing I'll say is I at, at least like you were in a car. It's a little like so man cat calling a pedestrian woman from his car, which is the kind normal, of yeah. normal, yeah. That's worse. Really? That is no no, that's worse than a pedestrian man cat calling a woman in her car. Because I could just peel off. You can drive away, roll up the window. You've got armor. Oh, yeah. You know No, no, I mean? and that's true. And, like, like even, like, being it for me, for being, like, not, like, this kind of triggered something that I thought about recently, too, is, like, being in both positions, being cat called in my car, being cat called on the street, yeah. it is different because also, too, like, I'll never forget this. And this is, like, years ago. And it was one, like, summer evening. I was on my way home. And it was like, I think it was like, it was like the sun was still setting. It wasn't late. Yeah. Um, and it was nice out. It was hot. You know, legs were out, you know, you know, the girls were out, but it's like, fuck it, it's hot. And I was listening to my earphones again, not paying attention. I'm just minding my business, had my little joint on the way home, you know, listen to my music. And this guy was talking to me from his car, but I didn't like realize because I thought he was just driving down the hill. Yeah. But I didn't realize until afterwards that I'm like, oh my God, he's driving at like a slower pace to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And like he's talking to me and saying, like, oh hey, what's up? Blah blah. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, what's up? I'm good. Thanks though. Like, you know. And he kept following me in his car to the point where I actually turned into a random street just to walk home because that really made me realize. And I think that was when I realized, I think I was like 22 or something. But at that moment I realized I'm like, you have to think of exit strategies no matter what now, because you are a woman and it's very like, and it's never been, it's always been something that's been in the back of my mind, but having it be like apparent in that moment, I was like, this man was going to follow you to your house. Like, especially because I was walking home. Right. 
So if my mind was like, oh, okay, like don't pay any attention to him, yeah. walked into my house, he would have known where I lived and just could have kept fucking watching me from home or yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah. So that's where my mind is like, you know, us as women, we've always been told and always kind of been warned, like, you know, you got to protect yourself out here. You got to be aware of your surroundings. That's what my mom always said. Be aware of your surroundings. You know, if you're going to listen to music, don't listen too loud. And in my mind, I'm like, so who are teaching these fucking men to stop being sickos or scumbags? Like who are teaching right. these, who, why are we as little girls being taught that we need to protect ourselves? Why are you as fucking little boys being told not to do this dumb shit to make us feel that way? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the world has started to change in that direction. I mean, hopefully, but it just makes me even think of like, there's so many, like, even like, even just reading online about how violence against women has intensified, not necessarily gone up per se, but is an intensified because of the pandemic, because there are factors like money, living situations, yeah. isolation, oh, yeah. lack of transportation. You don't have your own car. You share with the, you know, your partner who might be abusive. They who, are who the, can't go to the bar anymore. Who can't go to the bar anymore and won't, and won't let you drive his car. Cause that yeah. was before your guys's shared thing. And now all of a sudden it's, yeah. you know, spend for yourself. And, you know, it kind of made me really think that like, even I had a girlfriend of mine in Germany. She was telling me the restrictions in Germany are fucking crazy. They're in lockdown until 10 p.m. And from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m., you can go for a walk and go for a jog by yourself. And she's like, yeah, that's exactly. Wait, you mean in the middle of the night? In the middle of the night. So basically, you're once, basically lockdown starts, like, like everyone's, everything's, not everything's locked down. Everything's shut down right now. But basically, between 12 p.m. and, basically, yeah, between 10, 8, 12 p.m., that 10, Noon? sorry. 10 p.m. in the evening and 12 a.m. in the morning. Midnight. Midnight. You can go outside for a walk. You can jog. You can exercise. And they're saying that's not a problem. And she's like, so for women, that's just when we want to go work out in the middle of the fucking night, right? And I'm like, who the fuck thought of that? Because also, too, it's like whoever thought of that policy is so ignorant because it's like unless you're going to have police or security at every fucking block and every corner of that city – no woman is going to be safe. No woman is going to feel like, you know what? I'm so tired of being inside. I'm going to go for a walk at 1130 at night by myself. I mean, I think that's where you'd have to do groups. But that's, again, like, it's just the lack of consideration. Which, which and kind, yeah. It's a lack of consideration and understanding that it's almost like the denial of living in a world that, like, this is something that has, like, this is something and the way that women feel. And not saying that all men are like this. Of course not. But, like, Women are put in situations where they don't feel safe. And a lot of the times it is because of men yeah. and it is because of the way they are feeling in that moment of like, you know, there, there's the intimidation factor. There's, you know, just trying to, you know, be dominant or sexist or whatever the fuck. And it's just well, like kind of rape like, culture. yeah, rape culture where men think like, oh, I'm more powerful than you. Like yeah. I can do whatever. And it's yeah. like. Men's entitlement to women's bodies. Yeah. And so with the catcalling thing, I thought about it. I was like, okay, like, would it be verbal harassment? Yeah. Would it be sexual harassment if they're catcalling? No, because unless they're saying sexually explicit things yeah. they would like to do to you or yeah. whatever the well, fuck, no, no, then on. maybe if, if that's it, sexual harassment. But how it can be sexual harassment if you're catcalling. Uh, no, no. I mean, look. look I mean, I don't know. We're not lawyers. Uh, we don't work in HR. But uh, if so, okay. So saying, hey, shawty. Um, that's, I, that's, uh, that, ju that, that's being a jackass saying, Ooh, nice titties, bitch. That's, uh, <laughs> sorry. Okay. Yeah. So you even laugh at yourself. Cause that's first of all, like who the fuck? I'm going to start saying that. Yeah. You know, I'm going to start saying that when I'm jogging. Great. Nice titties, bitch. 
Um, that that would be sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I almost want to like, and I mean, obviously the world's so different and men are dumb, but like, I was like, honestly, like, it'd be so nice to flip for one day and just be like, you know what? Let's make you motherfuckers feel how you make women feel. Like yeah. you, you don't want to, we don't want to be sexualized. How do you like it? How do you like it? Cause a lot of, and I think a lot of men would be like, oh, I'd like it, but it's like, you have to really think about it. Like, like even like men, like I thought about it in my mind. I was like, men who get hit on by women they're not interested in. If they kept pushing and kept being like, oh, what's up with that? What's up? What's up? Yeah. Then you're going to start to feel a type yeah. of way. Leave me alone. So, yeah. you know, like, and it's, it goes both ways. But I think it's just like in that moment of being catcalled, I was just like, like in my mind, I was like, okay. I'm not flattered because I look like shit anyway. So I don't even know what the fuck you saw. You don't look like shit. No, at the time I looked like shit. Like I literally like had sweat. Like I had like a t-shirt I had snot on. Like I didn't give a fuck. Like I was literally running to get weed and that was it. But you always look good. Yeah. You just say that. You're, you know, you're a beautiful person. Ugh. You don't even wear that much makeup. No. You're just beautiful. I don't have the energy. Mm. Um, but in my mind, I was just like... <laughs> Again, in my and again in my mind, I was like, "Here we go again with the whole fucking what's trendy now, and it'll be out later." Because again, it's like the years I remember being ignored by so many people in society, just being being myself, being black, being a woman. The amount of years I spent being ignored, and now all of a sudden it's trendy now. So it's like it's. And I mean, not saying that being black is trendy. I mean, it technically is for some it, people. It is. Some you know for sure it's a pop black culture thing. Culture is incredible trendy as fuck yeah and i mean we don't we don't make it trendy everybody else does they put it then but they make it trendy and like well i mean i think i mean yeah i mean no i mean there's people in within black culture that you know like are successful and, yeah. and, and out there and fucking look like they have a dope life yeah and then there are people who are like okay like i want to you know be a part of that and yeah. you know whatever but it makes me just kind of again go back to like the place of like remembering the days and like not a soul would fuck with me and then all of a sudden now it's like oh hey what's up it's like get the fuck out of my face you didn't fuck with me until i was in and now i might be out soon so fuck you like it to me that's my mentality with like a lot of the way people like i mean this is me just kind of i i mean this again might be me being a little bit better i don't mm -hmm. know but maybe me, me, my salty 21 year old heart mm -hmm. but again it just goes back to me thinking like you love me when you want to, and that's not okay. Like, you can't be like, you know, like, and that's where a lot of people show their ass because a lot of people show their ass where they're like, oh, you know, I love this culture. I love that, blah, blah. And it's like, no, you fucking don't. You love it because it's in right now. You love it because of whatever the fuck. It's like a patient that was just like, oh, like she was trying to be like, oh, hey, what's up? And whatever the fuck. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I don't even know you and I just work here and now you're talking to me like you know me like because you think I'm just like every other black person you've ever seen on TMZ or yeah. whatever fucking scroll you do. You think that you could just approach me in the same way. Don't hey girl me. I don't fucking know you. Yeah, that is a weird thing when like strangers say like girl to you. Like, you're, like, the like, like you're, you're their sassy black friend. And it's just All like... the time that's ridiculous. oh my god it's like they look for validation that they're okay with the culture because they said girl and i said okay no no no. your response from now on should just be like nah bitch no 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 but it's like it's wildly crazy to me how people look to me like they look to say things and they're like oh if i said this to you then that makes me like i'm okay right like i'm like 
I'm okay. I'm cool. Like I'm good. Like we're good, right? Don't co-sign. I mean, I can't co-sign for shit. I'm not like the fucking, I'm not the fucking representative of black women for Canada. Get the fuck out of here. Like people have this weird idea of, oh my God, I know a black person. Therefore I'm just gonna like, we're cool. So I'm cool. So then I'm cool with everybody, right? Awesome. And it's like, listen, bitch, you're not even that cool with me. (laughs) Oh, but again, with, with street harassment, cat calling, whatever the fuck, I mean, as regardless of race, as a woman in this day and age, it mind baffles me, especially when I like, how do you cat call people in masks? Or even have the nerve to be like, oh, show me your face. Show me your dick. Get out of here. Like, it's one of those things of being like, you know, I need to see, I need to basically rate you on your aesthetic or rate you on your beauty. But it's like, now you don't have that. You have masks in the way. And then you still have the nerve to be like, Oh, you're beautiful. Or even somebody be like, oh, smile. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's so, it's just, oh, God, where we're going to go and where we're going to evolve to, I don't know. It's going to be fun, though. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But that's my my thing, you know? I mean, you know what? Maybe we should do an experiment. Maybe I should just start catcalling and just catcalling men out here. That's a terrible idea. Why not? Because you're too recognizable. I know. That's you're going to catcall a dude, and then like two days later, he's just going to see you on the street, and you're like not going to be in your car. And then he's going to be like, hey, you know, I'm going to go get a drink, or hey, you want to come to my place? And you would uh, really not like that. Yeah, or I'll just, or, yeah. And also, too, it's just like, I almost want to do it in a way that's like so obnoxious so that like men understand like how it looks to us. Yeah, it's you, like the perception needs to be there where it's like, do you see how you sound like, or do you see how the, like how you look like right now? Like this isn't attractive to me. Yeah, but you're, you're like you're not a public person. Like you would instantly realize like, oh, six people are looking at me, and you like run the fuck away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want that smoke. Ugh, fuckers. We'll be right back. <laughs> Okay. More back. So <clears throat> I wanted to talk about our like our first celebrity crushes. <sighs> yeah. Like I, I wanna I wanna go back I wanna go back to back in the day. I wanna go back to the vault. First celebrity crushes. I have to think yeah. about that. Like who's like the first, like you're you know, uh, I, I don't know, 13-ish in that zone. Maybe, I don't know, some other people mature earlier or later. Call it like 12, 13, 14. Starting to notice whatever gender you're attracted to. Not necessarily the opposite sex, but that is the, that's true in our case. Um, Jessica Rabbit was one for me. She's um, a cartoon. That's true. Yeah. yeah, but she got a body on her. So I mean, she right. was like, she was like the sexiest cartoon character ever created. Yeah, still is. Total side note: fucking that rabbit in Space Jam, the the girl rabbit. The, yeah, yeah, they're changing her shit too because she was all body in the first movie. Now she's all gym shorts and what's up, bro? In the second movie. So she's like they're basically de like they're like desexualizing her, I guess, in a way of like in the original um, Space Jam, she was all sexy in her little shorts, like her little yeah, body, sexy whatever. Cartoon now she's like has little, like little butch. Well, I wouldn't call it butch. She's just a little bit more hood in a sense of like you know basketball shorts and like baggy sweatshirt. Like she's more like 
you know, like the chill girl who like still played ball with the boys, but like wasn't like. Oh, so she's a tomboy. Yeah, like they basically kind of tomboyed her up a bit. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lola Bunny. Here we go. Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny. Yeah. What What's one for you? Um, celebrity early celebrity crushes. Oh, I have to really think about this because I have to think about like what I was watching and like all of those things like back, back in the back day. Boys. Okay, were you were you were you more attracted to to white guys or black guys? It was a mix. Okay. It was always a mix. It was always like depending on like because I also flip flop between like like I'm, like I do now. Like I'll flip flop between like pop culture like you know shit now and then like switch over to BET and like watch like all like the black celebrities and things like that okay. so yeah um I'm trying to think like that is actually really hard I don't think M- I music videos I'm even just thinking about music videos I don't think I had a huge crush on a lot of like like I'm not thinking like I'm trying to think in my mind like did I have a crush on anybody where it was like posters on the wall and shit like that I don't think so actually I thought people were like good music, good artists, but like, or like good looking. Um, I'm even, I know when Chris Brown obviously came up on the scene, it was like, oh my God, we're close to an age. He's kind of young. He can sing. He can dance. He can, I mean, I, he can dance. I mean, part of me was like, okay, cool. You can dance. But I'm like, the voice was more for like, ooh, like serenade, you know, whatever. Um, Trey songs when he was, when he first came around, I was like, oh my God. Um, I did absolutely love JC from NSYNC. I don't know why. I just did. I, I don't even really have an image in my mind for who that is. Oh, uh, JC. I think it's last name Shazze or some shit. Um, Shazze. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell his name. <laughs> I was like, I was really. This fucker. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Didn't age great, but. Uh... No, no, he aged well. He didn't, I mean. Oh yeah, no, he well, you know, yeah, right. He looks like just kind of like a normie now, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, well, okay, you like normies. Um, yeah, like I was just thinking, like I didn't fuck around with none of them dudes from B44, or any of those frosted tip fuckers. I didn't do that. No, the, they were a flash in the pan. Couldn't do it. Um, yeah, no. I can't. I don't think I had any huge like celebrity crushes from back in the day. Like I was a I was a Spice Girls boy. Really? Oh man, Ginger. Which, Ginger. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yeah, she was good. She was the. Yeah, she was one of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely had like. Yeah, like I think like I had like girl crushes. Like I was like, oh my god, like I'd love to be friends with like these Ooh. celebrities or whatever. But like I never like not like attraction. Like I just like oh my god, they're so pretty. Elizabeth Hurley. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Elizabeth yeah. Hurley, Heather Graham. Heather Graham. That was a big one. That was a very big one. And I don't think I. I don't even think I saw her in Boogie Nights at that point. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just even like. You know what's so fucking weird, and this might be so like gross for me, but I remember as like like younger, like maybe like yeah, like early like teens, being like, "Yo, I am going to marry Robert De Niro if I if it fucking kills me." Like. <laughs> I love that old oh, man. You really like old Italian I, I guys. I was like, look, yo. Look who you're with. I was like, listen, if I could be a mob wife, that's what's up. You <laughs> like, you genuinely want to be a mob wife. I would like that is like that is that is your dream. 
I think it's one of, wife. you know, and I'd be a good mob wife because I'd be the mob wife and be like, you know what? I'm baking cookies by day, but if mm-hmm. you need me to put on the ski, na- ski mask by night, I will. I know. You got a big mouth. I know. See, that's why they'd yeah. have to they'd have to be like, listen, she knows shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You're taking uh, a dirt nap. Dirt nap. Another, another, another decent celebrity crush I had back in the day, and like I'm blanking on the name, and you're gonna like stab me. Um, It's uh, like next top model, Tyra Banks. Yeah, yeah, Tyra Banks. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had a thing for her. Yeah, 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 Tyra Banks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't. George Clooney never appealed to me in that way. Like, I remember at the time, everyone was like, oh, my God, George. Sexiest man alive. Sexiest man alive. And I was like, are we sure about this? There are a lot of men alive out here. Mm-hmm. Like, he's fine, but he's not all that. Um, but, yeah, no. Like, even thinking about, like, shows and shit. Like, even, like, one of my coworkers, we had, like, a little bit of a tip. And she was like, so, um, she's like, Ryan Gosling, young Ryan Gosling. I'm like. Are you fucking kidding me? You don't really fuck with Ryan Gosling. Not at all. And also, too, he looks too much like one of my friend's brothers. So that's why I was like, I'm looking at her brother. Like, it doesn't... Like... He's he's a really good actor, though. Yeah. You, I still haven't seen Drive. You, my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, celeb- like, now I'm just thinking about all those fucking teen magazines. I'm like, what did I used to like? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh my Come god. On. The Hanson brothers. Hanson. Listen. <laughs> and listen, they all age very well. They look good. They look good now. Great. They grew they're... They look like men finally or No, they look great. Like they all like they they're good looking guys. Whereas Macaulay Culkin, he went the other fucking way. I mean, he doesn't look terrible. He now. looks he... like he had a past rough past life. He had a rough patch. He just yeah. had a kid though. Give him a break. Yeah, he did have a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I'm just trying to think like celebrity crushes from back in the day. Yeah, like no, no, I never fucked around. Car- I remember Carson Daly at one point was like a hot moment, and then I was like, he's too douchey, and I saw what that about- from a child. I was oh. like, he's too douchey. Oh, you know what? Like th- this is like this is purely Canadian. George Strombolopoulos back in the day, young George Strombolopoulos. I don't even remember who George is. He was the much music VJ. Uh-huh. You know, good looking, sincere. Straw. <laughs> Just put in George S-T-R. Okay. Obviously, he's Greek. George Strait. <laughs> that doesn't come up. Strom. Strombo. Strom. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Strombolo. What a fucking name he had. Yeah. Dear God. Great name. Oh, and that little fucking soul patch. Soul patch, baby. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of the patch. Woo. Oh, my God. Soul patch. Um... Yeah, no, I just Rick Campanelli. Who the hell is that? That he was like the he was the OG Much Music VJ. Rick Campanelli, kind of short, like really friendly. Much Music did a good job actually of hiring VJs. Oh, they did a great job. I mean, uh, now that I, re- I, they were probably all white, so maybe they didn't. Except Sookian, legit Sookian Lee, very yeah. good. Yeah. And the sock, well, he was a sock. Yeah, Rick Campanelli. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I can't like I don't I can't think of anybody from like back in the day where I was like oh my god like you were such a like like heartthrobs from like the two thousand like I almost need to. What about like Dave Chappelle back in the day? Um, no. I mean he's jacked now, but he wasn't back then. I don't do skinny guys like skinny guys like 
But yeah, like when they're like, I don't like blankiness for okay. me. Like it's not attractive to me. Like right. I mean, if it's attractive to you, great. But like, you know, yeah, heart throbs. 2000s. Okay, I mean, I'm I, gonna Google it because I actually want. I can't. Like, I'm not jogging my memory. Oh, okay. So Zac Efron was in there. Oh. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, Orlando Bloom. Listen. Yeah. Okay. That Orlando. Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, Vigo Mortensen is he in there? No. Vigo, great name. Okay. Um, the guy, his name, I think it's Chan. Is Chase or Chance? I think it's Ch- Chase Crawford. He was in Gossip Girl. He was the blonde in Gossip Girl. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, what about yeah. like Matt LeBlanc, Joey? Oh my friends. god. Joey. Freddie Prince Jr. There you go. Listen. Yeah. He was the reason I went into Jeep thinking I could buy a Jeep. Okay. I was like, I and like she's all that is basically gonna be my life. Yeah. So let's just get me the fucking Jeep. Yeah. And you know, the dress looked bomb at the end. So give me that too. Like, I was just like, listen. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. Let me keep going through this list here. Okay. Um, Channing Tatum when he stepped on the scene. Listen, when Channing Tatum and Step Up yep. stepped on the fucking scene, it was like, okay, the white boys are coming for us girls. Channing Tatum is legit. I met him. Really? I heard he's very nice in person. Well, I, I met him before he was famous. Yeah. I was doing background acting in the film She's the Man. <gasps> right, because it was filmed here. Yes. Well, it was, yeah, it was filmed partially here, partially, I mean, out like in Cloverdale or whatever. But. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he was he was kind of a nobody at the point. And Amanda Bynes was a somebody. Yeah. And now, now she's uh, now we're we're rooting for her. Yeah, that's all we got. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio was always up there because, like, I mean, hello, it's fucking Leo. I've never. I don't really. I never really got that. I mean, I think he's an amazing actor. That's kind of it. Really? Okay. Mario Lopez had his fucking moment. Oh, oh my god. Okay, so Saved by the Bell. Listen. I mean, like, so hello. so who was your Saved by the Bell crush? Oh, it was Mario Lopez. Fuck that blonde kid. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It was no. always him. And um, his, so Mario Lopez's girlfriend in that show, Yeah. I, I was into her. Uh, What's her name? She was in Showgirls. See, we're so bad at this. And he called her mama in the show. That I always thought that was weird. I love that though. Like I also, I you know what this is. You maybe this is news for you. I actually like when like even like my girlfriends when like like it's it's really it's kind of backwards, and I think we should be offended by it. But like even a girlfriend of mine, her her boyfriend will be like, she, like when they get into arguments or like they'll be joking around, be like you know what, woman, and it's just like in my mind, I'm kind of like I don't know why, but I kind of like I like I don't mind that. Like I think right, no, saying woman is a lot different than saying mama. Yeah, hey mama. I mean, if, if I'll, I'll do like a mommy. But mm. but that's just because hablo espanol ahora. Kelly Kapowski, no, that was Zach's love interest. So his Slater's was Jesse. Yeah. Okay, I don't even. Okay, know. I mean, I don't think our our nine listeners want to listen to us googling people. No, no, no. But I mean, yeah, like celebrity. I didn't have anybody like that was like I was obsessed with like stalking like in like I was just like okay, you fine, cool, congratulations, you won the facial lottery. Um, but yeah, like there was never, yeah, I thought, you know what, now that I look back at it, I think there were a lot more women. I think there were a lot more like female celebrity crushes. Like I could look back at that time and think like, I think there were a lot more women 
than uh, men in that no, time. No, I mean, there's always heartthrobs. Yeah. Like, it's teenage heartthrobs. It goes both ways. I mean, yeah. you, know, you got the boy bands. You got the young actors in the teen dramas. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah Ryan yeah. Reynolds. I didn't fuck with Ryan Reynolds, and I still don't. Okay, well, yeah. No offense to him, and he's a local one, too. Local guy, nice guy. Nice guy! I met the man. Good sense of humor. He's a nice guy, but I just, you know, it's just like... Yeah, you're not not into rich guys. I respect that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, why don't we move on to smooches? Okay, well, my smooch for you is I love the way that you... We'll see when I get upset or emotional, you'll just kind of cuddle up beside me and come, you yes. know, kind of. I'm your therapy dog. Yeah, you're kind of like, yeah, like you're a great <laughs> therapy dog. Yeah, you. you'll just kind of notice like I'm kind of feeling away and you'll just kind of come and just let me kind of spill out whatever emotions or whatever I'm thinking and feeling. Oh. And, you know, you'll just kind of sit there and listen and, you know, be really supportive, which I really appreciate. I know you do. I'm trying. I, I, I... You do try very well, you know, and I think it's. It's important for relationships for, you know, we we have to have time and give each other space yes. to be vulnerable and yes. have those moments of being, you know, real with, you know. Holding space. Ugh. Yeah. It's very important to be able to hold space for the, for ruined, the women of color in your life. We've ruined so many <laughs> Holding space. I mean, you know, the amount of the amount of words now that have been killed yeah. in the media oh, because of the overuse yeah. is like it's we're fucked. Much. We're fucked. We gotta stop, stop looking at the news. Stop looking on social media. I bet media. you there's so many therapists out there who are like, you stop using my words. You're using up all my language. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Thank and you. it's it's it is the healthier option is to feel your feelings and uh and experience them mm-hmm. as, as fully as as you can in the moment and and not bottle them up or self-medicate or even just feel ashamed that you're feeling that way i think a lot of people even myself it's like you feel guilty for feeling how you feel or feel like oh i shouldn't be feeling like this because of you know other people have it worse or whatever the fuck and it's mm-hmm. like no like we're all entitled to our emotions and we're all entitled yeah. to feel them when we feel them and you know, I think with a lot of different people, you know, it comes in waves and, you know, sometimes when we want to be held, we don't have the words to ask for it. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's nice to have somebody around who can, you know, pick up on that and sense that, you know. Okay. Oh, man, we need to like turn that into a sound effect. <laughs> also, I don't know if now is like the time to talk about it. I've got a couple of ideas. Okay. One, you sing our theme song. Oh, that's bold. I know. Two, we do battle rap tracks against each other. I feel like that could be like a last episode of the season. You know, we like we work with like maybe a producer. Oh, you got producer money. Get in the studio. Oh, we got studio money. We'll we'll, we'll find some young student, you know, and exploit them and uh, take their art and not pay them any money. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Corporate style. Exactly. Yes. Um, my smooch for you. My smooch, like, I don't know. I Normally our smooches are kind of something we appreciate mm-hmm. about the other, yeah. whether it's like a quality or, or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Mine's a little bit different. Okay. This week. Okay. My smooch for you is I believe in you. Thank you. That's like, it's a weird thing to say. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's a weird thing to hear. But I believe in you. Thank you. 
that's nice to hear, especially, you know, if you're a person like myself who has trouble doing that for yourself, have, you know, having trouble just, you know, thinking like, oh, I can do this, you know, or like, oh, I can, you know, execute the thoughts I have or the ideas, you know, self being, you know, having some sort of, having some, you know, having some confidence issues, yeah. you know, it is hard to tell yourself like, oh, I believe in myself. I can do this. Like, I have faith in myself. And I think having, hearing somebody else say that, like, oh, I, have, I believe in you. I have faith in you. You can do this. You know, that's having that extra, you know. Um, support. Support and also, um, what's the word? Uh, encouragement. Yeah. And, you know, the, oh, man, what's the quote? I think I've even, oh, crap. I'm not going to, like, it's going to, like, take too long to find this. We really should, if there was, like, a way to just pause the recording, which I'm sure there is. Okay, I'm going to like quickly Google Marianne Williamson quote. I'm misspelling it, but Google will fix it for me. Okay. Um, Thank you for bearing with me, listener. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. That's from Coach Carter, too. Uh, interesting. So, look, Marianne Williamson is, like, obviously, like she's, like, a hippie, frou-frou author who, like, tried to run for president, and her platform was, like, smile or something, and, like, you know, fucking eat, pray, love, or whatever. Uh, eat, but, pray, love. Pray I mean, her book was, uh, oh, something miracle. Or actually, maybe it would say right there. Um, crap. Uh, Marion Williamson book, uh, something miracles, whatever. I'm really fucking this up. A Course in Miracles. I think I read it. No, no, no. Oh my God. That book is as big as a fucking phone book. I didn't read it. Oh, uh, but she's got some great quotes and, and you know, I think that, I think in a way that's true for you. Okay. And I think that, I mean, look, that's true for a lot of people, but we, people need a little encouragement to help realize a lot of our light and strength mm-hmm. in ourselves. Yeah. And I see that in you, which is why I believe in you. Thank you, baby. That's very sweet of you. And it's very helpful because I struggle with that a lot. <laughs> I think a lot more than I thought as I got older. Because as I, when I was younger, I was like a hot fuck. I mean, everyone's a hot mess when they're young, but... In my mind, I was like, okay, like, I'm going to get older and I'm a fucking girl, girl pair and be, like, really confident and just be like, listen, I'm that bitch. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, I'm staying inside. Good day, everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. Don't talk to me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's really nice. Thank you. Oh, and I mean, I, I know you got something coming up that's probably going to help your confidence a little bit, but... I'm not going to, that's just a little teaser. We're not like, we're not going to, we're not going to say what this fun little, little Georgina's, you know, experience for 2021 is going to be. Yeah. We'll We'll we'll, talk about it when when it's done. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it when it's done or, you know, we'll see, you know, how I feel after the experience of what I'm doing. Well, if it's a huge success, it'll be great to talk about If it's a colossal failure, it'll be great to talk about. I mean, either way, I'll make money, so I'll be fine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Which is, it's not about the money. It's not about the money, because the money really is going to do, like, barely anything. Right. It's not much. It's, you know, whatever. But 
Uh, if you do want to see naked pictures, uh, you can go to OnlyFans.com slash Cheeky Love. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, that's pretty much it for us this week. Yeah. Thank you for listening. If you're listening out there, we appreciate it. Spread the joy. Spread the love. I do, and I say this every episode. Don't, don't talk about the Instagram. Don't don't even say it. I don't want to, but I'm going to. Our Instagram account is dead. I know. I need to revamp it. I'm so sorry. So I do need to get the fuck up on that. And I, you know what? I was going to, and then some shit really hit the fan, right. and I wasn't able to. And I think I have to wait until the shit really settles in for yeah. the next couple of weeks before I can think about it. Sure. Because I would like to really get it going and have some new logos and have some Yeah, I know there is some stuff that also I wanted to work on too. But you know what? We're in a good place. We're doing enough. We do, we do a podcast. Actually, I mean, I've, I we, I mean, Amanda told us our podcasts are too long now. Yeah, and I was so. actually very cognizant of that because I was like, okay, maybe we, sh- we I knew two hours is too long. I mean, I think this episode is going to be two hours at least. Yeah, I know. Okay, honestly, look, now it's my uh, it's my time to guilt trip our listeners. Uh, if you think this podcast is too long, because somebody listens to this. I, I, I don't exactly know why, but if they can't all be Russian bots. There's, there's at least, <laughs> we have like at least like I think six to ten diehard listeners. Send us an email if you think the podcast is too long. Uh, and send us any other feedback or comments you like. Send it to Mark and Geo Dynasty at gmail.com. Mark spelled M-A-R-C. Uh, so with that, I'll, I'll tell y'all out there to take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Stay cheeky. Stay freaky. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>